Welcome to another episode of Thrive and Shine Wellness. I am your host, Sabrina Orkies, and I'm so glad to have you all back again. Um, I hope you all are having a great new year. Um, I know a lot of people have had many goals that they've set, and one of those that I'm getting a lot of questions on and a lot of messages on is people trying to change their lifestyle habits, such as healthy eating. There's no wrong way. Um, there's so many different diets out there and you know, every, there's something that works for everyone. The same thing isn't going to work for everyone. So I kind of today just wanted to go over healthy eating and just what is good for your body. Again, this is, you know, there's intermittent, intermittent fasting, there's keto, there's, you know, whole 30, there's so many different things. Weight watchers. I hate to say it because some people might not like it, but I'm not a fan of counting calories or restricting anything. I am a fan of cleansing your body of all of the bad things that you may put in through something such as the holidays or, and then getting back on track with healthy foods. Um, I don't like additives. I don't like any preservatives. Sugar is the number one huge problem that everyone has. And with sugar, there are a lot of, it's in a lot of processed foods that are pre-packaged and it will be, it might say sugar-free on the packaging, but yet if you look at the ingredients, there's some sort of artificial sweetener in there. Still the same thing. They're all bad for you. So I kind of just wanted to go into a couple of things one thing that I always suggest to my clients in the beginning is to cut out certain things. A lot of people have food allergies and never even realize it. You know, if there's something that you eat that upsets your stomach, there's a reason why it's upsetting your stomach. Your body does not agree with it. Literally, your body is rejecting it. So I'm, I want people to understand that because it hurts your belly, it's not... The f well, it is the food technically, but there's a reason. So I think it's just, we're all in such the habit, like, oh, that hurts my stomach, but it's really good. So I'm still going to eat it. I'm guilty of it myself, especially with dairy. You know, it, it, our body is literally rejecting it and it's our body's way of saying, please don't eat that. And whether we do is up to us. If we want to listen, um, there was many years when I did not listen to my body. I'm much better about that now. Um, but it is very, very hard to make that transition into really listening to your body. Food allergies can cause lots of inflammation. So this is why I recommend people starting out to cut these things out and then slowly add them back in. Kind of similar to Whole30, but not as dramatic. But some things that you can try out to try to start cutting out in the beginning. Number one, sugar absolute like there's one thing you're going to cut out of your diet let it be sugar wheat soybeans dairy some a lot of people are allergic to eggs and they don't realize it there's fish shellfish tree nuts peanuts um, a lot of people have peanut allergies that are very severe but and those are the ones that i think that we pay the most attention to but there are a lot of people with less severe peanut allergies or nut allergies and don't realize it either. You know, people there have seen some of my clients that try everything to lose weight, but there may be one specific food that they are eating that is healthy, such as eggs or fish, that is literally causing so much inflammation in their body and keeping that weight on. So an elimination diet could be the steps. If you've tried, if you're a person that's tried everything, 
maybe even trying some sort of elimination diet, detox everything from your body, and then maybe try adding them back in for a week or two, see how your body reacts. If your body reacts fine, then that wasn't your problem. Move on to the next thing. One thing I don't think most of us realize is that our bodies naturally create medicine. But because of the choices that we make, as far as the foods we put in our bodies and maybe not moving around a lot or getting exercise, it blocks the ability for those medicines to work that are natural in our body. Um, definitely not against medicine. I think there's situations when you have to have medicine. I'm not against medicine, but when a doctor prescribes a medicine, it's kind of like a one size fits all. Whereas if you're eating the correct nutrients that you should be putting into your body, your body knows what to release from that into your body. I don't like to get so much into the scientific parts. I know that part, unless you're in the medical field, that part kind of bores a lot of people. Another step that you can try whenever you're going to change your habits with your eating styles is to graze. Eating smaller portions of foods throughout the day instead of like three really large meals that you may overeat because you're starving. Great. I've always just been a natural grazer. I eat about six times a day. Not my meals, my I don't feel like my meals are very huge or anything. Um, if I put too much on my plate, I won't eat at all. My husband is horrible about saying, oh, you're not going to eat that. Well, I'm going to eat. It's just how he's always been. <laughs> Drives me nuts because I'm like, you're full. Quit eating it. But one of the, that's one of the easiest, first easiest steps that you can do besides, you know, trying the elimination diet. Just try, it's easier on your gut to process and it can also help regulate your blood sugar and balance out your hormones if you're a woman. So with that, I would say eat twice as often, eat half as much, chew twice as long and take your time. So many people around me have digestion issues. I would say it's about an even divide between constipation and then friends that have IBS. You can correct those by doing the same steps. If you eat smaller portions and eat healthier foods, it helps our bodies to do a better job digesting those foods. And having a healthy gut puts us in a better mood and it helps to stabilize our insulin levels, which is so, so important. Um, I know that whenever I have um, a regular, like, bowel movement schedule that I definitely feel lighter. I feel happier. I notice that if I am like constipated or something, I will get really bad headaches. But what we put our bodies affects that. Taking too many supplements I've noticed with some of my friends might cause constipation. So just eating those naturally grown foods and getting those veggies in is so, so, so important. One thing I want to bring up too is label reading. Always look at the serving size. It's one of the most overlooked things on the labels. A lot of things, and I'm guilty of this myself, like for so many years, I would look at whatever that said, the calorie count for the serving size and think that's what it was for the whatever serving I was eating. No, you got to look at the serving size. How many people is it feeding? Most will say that it's more than one serving. If it's that, then you need to take note of how much of that item you are eating. This is one thing that causes people to overeat. If an entire bag of crackers has three servings, then all of the information on the nutrition label would need to be tripled in order to know the accurate calories, fat, and protein for the entire bag. Huge, huge, huge problem. One thing so many people overlook. Again, I'm guilty of that myself. It's really, really hard. Another thing that you might want to check out on the label is your fats. The total fat, saturated fat, and trans fat. 
and then the cholesterol, sugars, and sodium. You never want these numbers to be too high. I honestly try not to eat a lot of foods with labels unless I'm way off track. So I never have to pay much attention to those things, honestly. Um, I'm more of an ingredients reader. So, um, and I like to make sure that there's only natural ingredients. So normally I myself personally do not have to worry about all that stuff. But if you're eating packaged things, those are things that you want to pay close attention to. The next sections on the label, dietary fiber and protein. You want to have high numbers in those, very, very high. Um, we want a lot of fiber, helps with your bowel movements, protein. We need our protein to help build our muscles, especially if you're working out. The protein is super, super important. Muscle burns fat, don't forget that. The percentages on the labels are based on a 2,000 calorie diet. So anything more than 20% is high and anything less than 5% is low. So always keep that in mind. So I want to like circle back to the ingredients list. One thing, one easy thing that you can make sure, always look to see if you can pronounce the words of the ingredients. <laughs> if you can pronounce it, it's normally pretty safe. You want to be sure that the ingredients list has a short list of like 10 ingredients or less. So a way that you can kind of check your sugars, um, and this is a loophole in the labels that allow manufacturers to say that an item has zero grams of whatever I guess a quote unquote bad thing in the food. An example of that could be manufacturers can say that a product has zero grams of trans fat if there is less than a half a gram of serving. So how do you know if this item really has trans fat? You have to look at the list of ingredients. If you find the words hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated, then the item contains trans fat. On the label, you want to look for good words, quote unquote, such as whole grain or organic. Whatever is listed in the first line is what there is most of in the package. Make sure, like I had said, that you can pronounce all of the words. Make sure that there's high protein, high fiber, and low sugar. So kind of to recap on the things to avoid. So if there's a long list of ingredients, uh, would just, just naturally just put it back. Anything over 10, be done with it, put it back. Look for the bad words, quote unquote. High fructose corn syrup, hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oil, trans fat, artificial colors, anything with a number, artificial flavors. One thing that I really preach to my clients on the ingredients list is like I know a lot of people are very familiar now with aspartame. That's a really, really bad one. That a lot of times they will, something will have multiple names. So for example, sugar, it can be called fructose or sucrose. There's so many names for sugar, it's crazy, but you can Google it and you will get a huge, huge list of other names for sugar. Um, those are the things that you kind of want to stay away from on the ingredients label. Some tips that I would recommend before you go shopping is when you go to the grocery store. Um, I normally try to do my grocery shopping on like Sunday. Sometimes I go on Mondays with the weekends crazy. It's kind of weird that I might go on a Monday, but so what you can do before you go shopping is to make a list. When you get to the store, shop the perimeter of the store. That's how you know that you're going to be only looking at those real foods. So you're going to have your produce section, your meat section, and then you'll get to your dairy section. All of those will keep you out of the middle. The middle is the processed food. 
Um, I do do the outside, but I also do go on the inside because there is a lot of things that we have a lot of organic items that we can use now. Stuff that you don't have to make from scratch, like spaghetti sauce or, you know, something along those lines. Um, canned vegetables, those aren't bad. You just always want to check the ingredients for just to make sure that it's only water and that vegetable. Nothing else. There's always a debate on whether to buy organic. It's normally more expensive and that's kind of what holds people back. But when it comes to organic, the bottom line is that you're going to have less hormones pumped into your meats, which it really does make a difference in my opinion. When you pick a meat that is organic, you can just, you can tell it tastes better. When it comes to the produce, you're just taking a risk of pesticides being in your produce. I personally just buy whatever is in the produce section and spend my money on the other organic meats and stuff. That's where I will pay a little bit more to get an organic meat, a better processed meat. I really love going to farmer's markets and stuff for my meats. Um, we have a local farmer who's in my area, kind of in my neighborhood a little bit, and I know they are always offering really good deals on meat, so that's kind of nice. Um, and then getting your vegetables at the farmer's markets are cool too. But if it comes down to it, I will for one say that I'm not one of those people that always buys organic. Um, I'm about 50-50, if that more, maybe even 60-40 on buying 40% organic. It's not that big of a deal. I think if you are a person who is just, you know, way off track, eats out all the time, eats packaged foods and meals and just switching to anything whole foods is amazing for your body. We can always work on the organic part later, but just keep in mind when those hormones and pesticides are pumped into those foods that it is, you're taking it into your body as well. So it's affecting you. Those hormones are affecting your hormones. Just a lot, a lot to think about with that. Another little thing that you could try to do is eat breakfast. I have so many friends that don't eat breakfast. They just immediately skip breakfast. My husband is so guilty of this. It's the most important meal of the day. It jumpstarts your brain and helps set the day and keeps you lean. Um, I've always been a breakfast eater. I think I've mentioned it on previous episodes how I've always been a breakfast eater but my breakfasts weren't always healthy they're much better now they have been for years now I eat um, a good balance of vegetables and meat and eggs and you know I'll get my protein in I get my vegetables in. vegetables in the morning is very weird for some people and it was very weird for me because uh, <laughs> one I'm not like a huge vegetable person anyway so but vegetables in the morning is just as important as getting it through the rest of the day. It is a weird hump to get over though. There are a lot of studies that show that people who begin their day with a balanced breakfast that contains like proteins and carbs and fiber, but they do tend to eat less junk food during the day. So that is one good thing to think about because I know a lot of us, especially now we're in quarantine, we're at home, we're bored, you know, not a lot's going on. It's winter time now, things are boring, it's cold outside. We want to sit around and eat junk food and whatever's in our house because we're bored. So I think more now this time of the year than ever, um, it's super important to get those, the breakfast in. Um, one study that I had read um, not too long ago compared breakfast eaters to those who skipped breakfast. And those who skipped breakfast ate more during the day and gained more weight. And they usually had a higher incidence of heart disease and other inflammatory diseases, which it completely makes sense. 
If you have made it this far into the podcast, I would like to challenge you this week to start reading some of the labels of things that you think are healthy that you have in your house. So if you've bought something that says sugar-free this or fat-free that, you know, go read the actual ingredients and read the percentages of everything that I've discussed today. If you're in my accountability group, even post a picture of it and let us know what you found. And, you know, if you were shocked or if your foods were okay, if you actually were doing better than what you thought, um, we'd love to hear about it. Um, my Facebook group is Thrive and Shine Wellness Healthy Lifestyle Group. If you haven't joined that, or if you just want to message me a label if you have questions i'd be more than happy to help out with that changing your eating habits is not an easy task and i just really want people to realize that my whole program is based off just baby stepping it you can't change overnight i know a lot of people will see progress photos on the internet of literally people changing overnight or in a couple of weeks and you know it's so discouraging for people who are really fighting hard to change their habits and it's not changing for them as quick as they would like to and what I like about my community is that most of them get it they are or they are learning to get it because of the influence that I'm providing to them one small little thing like even if you can't you know things that I said today, if you could just take like one little thing, even just like the label reading, just being more aware of what you're putting into your body. It's so, so important. And if you get to the point where you are, you know, just kind of lost and you're not for sure what to eat after this podcast episode, you could always reach out to me. I have a Facebook accountability group that restarts every single month. Um, you can register for it on my website, www.thriveandshinewellness.org. And it's called the 30-Day Accountability Program. And there are tons of people in there with knowledge. Everyone shares their ideas. Um, if you need advice on something, um, we're all there for each other. I'm there to help make sure that you reach your goals. We set weekly goals and I really have been coming in hard on everybody this year, but I think it's just because um, I want everyone to feel that feel happy that they met their goals. Now, it's completely up to everyone what goals that they want to set. It can literally be, okay, well, this week I want to make sure that I drink 80 ounces of water every single day. Small. I mean, we've had people set the smallest goals, but that is what works for them. So you literally just go on what you're comfortable with what is going to make you happy. Don't set yourself up for disappointment by setting a huge goal. We have monthly goals and those are the ones, you know, we set the small weekly goals because I just want to make sure that everybody meets them and um, ultimately gets what they need out of the accountability group. It's such a great environment. I want to bring up is just, you know, some a personal testimony of mine. Whenever, you know, just going through the end of the year, you know, I lost my father-in-law and it was really, really hard on the family. He went into the hospital on November 9th, and from that moment on, every single person around us, we had so much love and just so many people that cared about us, bringing us food, bringing us gift cards to get food because they knew we were together every single day, um, and he had COVID. We were not allowed to be in the hospital with him, so the only thing that we could do was just be together with each other, my sister-in-law, brother-in-law their daughter, my husband, my mother-in-law, our daughter, um, single day. 
that's all we could do. And the main thing that we would do was FaceTime him, obviously, and then we would eat. Um, I'm grateful for people bringing these foods. And I'm very much an emotional eater. I know people can relate to that. I can control it when my mind's right, but my mind was not right um, during this time. So these food, obviously, they're not cooking us healthy food. They're going to bring us comfort food because that's what makes most people happy. So, you know, I couldn't just sit there and watch my family eat these delicious meals and not eat with them. Um, I felt like it would be very weird if I was like, let me eat my prepped meal over here. Plus, you know, on the other part of it, what me mentally, did I want to prep my meals? No, it was in no, my, my mind was just not in it at all. Um, but it's okay when hard times fall. Hard thing for me to work through, but letting go, I made the decision pretty on in November that I was not going to even worry or stress about the food. I was just going to do what makes us happy as a family and eating definitely made us happy for the, for a few, you know, moments. And, um, I just had to let it go. Um, at the time I was still getting my exercise in. So I've always, I mean, if I stop exercising, there's a problem. So for me, exercising is still kind of, I'm getting my outlet. My mind still might not be right from getting those healthy foods. My digestion will be off. Um, really just didn't matter. I didn't care. And then the holidays rolled up. And so it just got 10 times worse. You know, he unfortunately passed away on December 11th and all hell broke loose and I actually quit working out for a while, which is very unlike me. If you know me, um, it was very weird to not even run or anything. Um, but, and then yeah, I felt like I don't feel, I do feel that I was at rock bottom basically with my health, but, and, um, but I had my family there to support me and that's what really mattered. My friends surrounded me and even, the people that I coach surrounded me and that really made me feel amazing just to know that that is the kind of people that I attract is just so heartwarming to me um, because they are versions of myself and to have that support was just truly amazing. My account accountability group, you know, they were amazing. They kind of took the lead on their own and I couldn't be more proud of them. They're truly amazing people. Oh, and I had to put take a pause in the business because my mind was not there. And so it was just really just a huge, huge, huge break in my life. Um, this week, um, which started with January 4th, was the first normal routine week that we have all had. Um, I did launch my cleanse, so I like to participate in it with my clients. So I did that along with them and we, it is now Friday, the last day of the cleanse and I've worked out every day except for Wednesday, which is always my worst day on the cleanse because, um, I go through a really big sugar detox, which this time was major for me since all hell broke loose with my diet. Um, so it was very interesting, but on the cleanse, you know, you're, they tell you, you're supposed to just, if you are not feeling like working out, do not work your out, work out, do like, just listen to your body. So on Wednesday, I truly had to listen to my body. Um, I got off work and I literally went home and just laid on the couch and just rested. Um, my body needed it Thursday. I felt so much better today. I feel so amazing. My mind feels so much clearer and 
for me, that's what it's all about is getting my mindset straight again. Um, mentally, this is why I do, this is why I do the cleanse. This is why I clean up my diet is to get rid of the brain frog, get rid of the fatigue, get rid of all of that and get me back into the right mindset where I can make great decisions. Um, establish workout routine now, thank goodness. Um, my food is back on track and I will continue that. Um, you know, the weekends are always hard, but I know that if for some reason I go out to eat, that I'm going to make a better decision. I'm not going to order like fried foods or pizza. I'm going to make sure I order some sort of meat and make sure I get lots of vegetables in. Um, but yeah, really, it's, I just want you all to know that it's hard for everyone. It's hard for even the professional people and the people who live their life like this. It is hard. Um, but you can do it. You can put your mind to it. Um, I have a community of people that helps us get through it. And that helps so, 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 so much. I will go ahead and wrap up this episode. I feel like I have blabbed on long enough. So again, if you have questions, you know where to reach me. And if not, you'll hear it after this episode. I hope you all have a great week. Um, and I hope you're enjoying your 2021 so far, even though things have already been crazy out in the world. But Hey everyone, I just wanted to pop back in and tell you thank you for listening to this episode. If there is anyone in your life that you think might want to hear this episode, please feel free to share it with them. It will only help my podcast grow. If you could also go and hit the subscribe button, you will get notified every single time a new episode is released. Also, if you'd like to go rate and review if you like the podcast, please feel free to do that and shoot me a message if you do of maybe like a screenshot and I will send you a small token of my appreciation in return. You can connect with me on Instagram at thrive and shine underscore wellness. I'll also have a Facebook page called thrive and shine wellness. I have a Facebook healthy lifestyle group as well. And the name of that is thrive and shine wellness healthy lifestyle group. I also have a website. It is www.thriveandshinewellness.org. And if you need to reach me, you can either send me a message through social media or you can email me at info at thriveandshinewellness.org.